Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. And with me this morning is Danielle Plume, one of my teammates from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Welcome back, Danielle. Hello. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So this is 4th of July weekend. Yep. So everybody's out there celebrating, and we actually are in the parade tomorrow in downtown celebration. So it starts at 9 o'clock. If you want to come down, um, we're actually passing out these Statue of Liberty crowns that are, you know, kind of cool. I mean, it's a good crowd pleaser anyway. That's for sure. And everything. And uh, so it'll be the patriotic music going. And I know that there's, a, you know, 38 or whatever entries in the parade. So um, somewhere around there. So it'll be a nice little time. Starts at 9 o'clock. So any of you that want to come on out, we'll be happy to see you there. So that'll be great. Um, but um, basically, I want to get started, as always, with what's going on in the market and so looking at those stats and what's happening and everything, and the number of properties, the homes that sold last week were 456. And, um, you know, the week before was the end of the month. So that was at 632. So it's down a little because there's always usually about 500. So 456 is the number. Um, the uh, median price was 426.8. So that's hanging in there, you know, right there. No problems with that. And um, when you're looking at what's going on in the market, then um, there is a little bit more inventory than there was before. We're almost at 1.96 months of inventory. So quite a few houses came on the market. So that's a, that's a little bit, that's a big jump in basically because we were at last week about one month of inventory and this week we're at two. Now you have to look at that as a little bit of a skew because they're looking at it based on 456 houses versus 600 houses that sold the week before. But still, um, you know, the inventory is definitely up if they're take if you're going to ha- go ahead and look at that. So that should be good news for buyers that there are more options and that kind of thing out there. And we're going to get into some things that everybody is saying about the market and what's actually true about it, because I find that... Um, what's on the news is not necessarily what happens in real life and what's on the news might be what happens in the whole country instead of looking at what's happening right here in our backyard. So basically we want to look at that. Um, But when you're looking at the different price points and the inventory that there are out there under 250,000, there is 1.74 months of inventory, 250 to 300, 1.32 300 to 400, 1.25, 400 to 500, 1.63, 500 to a million, 2.65, and over a million, they're 4.65. So it always ends up that the lower end or the higher end is always going to have a lot more inventory than those, you know, sweet spots where everybody's buying. Yeah, and it looks pretty good. I mean, that's pretty nice that we're averaging almost two months inventory. <laughs> yeah, and an average market is four to six, so we're definitely not near that. Nope. Um, but as a seller, if you're wanting to catch the wave, then this might be the time for you to catch the wave, and I think that's what everybody's kind of looking at. Um, when you're looking at list to sale price, 
Again, however, they are all at asking pretty much for the most part. Um, under 250, it was at 99.44%. So pretty much right there, 100.58% from 250 to 3. From 300 to 400, it was 197 from 400 to 500, it's 100.75. From 500 to a million, it was 99.98. And um, over a million, it was 96.73. So when you're looking at basically, you know, what's out there and, and if people are paying asking price, I mean, they weren't hugely over, but they definitely in most categories were over and the majority of the homes were over because when you're looking at 250 to 300 there were 36 homes 300 to 400 114 400 to 500 123 and 500 to a million 128 and then over a million was 22 so more the majority of our market is definitely you know under a million in everything when you're looking at it so if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio wfla orlando i'm your host laura peterson your home sold guaranteed realty and we're with you every sunday at 8 a.m joining me today is danielle plimay one of my teammates at your home sold guaranteed realty and remember if you want to reach us you can call 407-566-2555 that's 407-566 2555. So looking at the condos, townhomes, and villas, last week there were 172 versus 211 the week before. That was the end of the month. That's always a little bit skewed and everything. And the actual median price here increased to 285,000. So looking at the numbers over there, um, you know, basically the, the number under 250,000 was only 70 of the 172 and then all the rest of them were higher. So that has raised the median price of it. But um, basically 26 of them were between 250 and 300, 47 between 300 and 400, 21 between four and five, eight between 500 and a million and none over a million. So when you're looking at the amount of inventory that's out there, they're at about 1.62 months of inventory there. Um, under 250 is 1.23. 250 to 300 is 1.52. 1.5 for 300 to 400 and 1.87 for 400 to a million. So um, that's basically where, you know, the most of them are. And then 500 to a million, there's four months. And because there weren't any sold, um, it's showing that there are 12 in inventory, but, you know, it's not showing how many months of inventory because there weren't any sold. So mm -hmm. basically that's kind of what that is. When you're looking at the amount of asking to purchase price, everything is 100% or better. Um, actually, the under 250 was 101.12, and most of the others were ranging about 100 to 101, and then it was 99.91 at 500 to a million. So again going right along with what the asking prices are for the most part. So not a lot of room to negotiate and everything when it comes down to it. And um, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to be going over here um, in regards to what's going on with the local real estate market, because that's what really everybody is wants to know about. And one of the things that um, some of the economists said they were shocked about is that the Florida consumer sentiment was higher than May 
in regards to purchasing a house in June. And they were just surprised by that based on everything that's going on. And, um, you know, so, and I think that that's really a big thing. I mean, the consumer confidence out there really determines a lot in regards to what's going on in the housing market. Yeah. I mean, well, they're talking about it, so it got to be something good, right? <laughs> yeah. So the bottom line is, is that, you know, if people think that interest rates are going to increase and they want to, you know, purchase a home, or if people think that something else is going on out there, you know, with the inflation and the price mm -hmm. of gas and all of that kind of stuff, you know, when they're really looking at, you know, do they want to purchase a home or what do they want to do? They have to look at the whole big picture and everything like that. And everyone, has an opinion and I've talked to a lot of people that did this week basically was what it when it comes down to it but what you want to know is that you know what's it going to do for you and I think if you're selling your current home and buying a new home I mean a lot of times people get up in the price difference and all of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and what you have to look at is what you're costs are going to be now and what they're going to be then. And do you want to be in that new house is basically what it comes down to. Um, we're working with some people right now that they're downsizing a little bit. Basically, you know, their house is going to sell in that 400 range and they're going to buy something in that 350 range. And um, they're actually paying cash for it. And it's going to be a, a good situation for them because they're going to have lower monthly payments, even though they're not because they're not going to have an HOA and stuff like that. So there's different things that you might want to look at, what your long-term goals are, and that's what you have to look at. Where do I want to be next year? Do I want to be where I'm at now, or do I want to be somewhere else? So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555 or find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com, and we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. With me today is Danielle Pume, one of my teammates at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Welcome back, Danielle. Hello. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we were talking in the last segment really about stats and everything that's going on. And um, interest rates are a little bit higher, yep. but they do vary uh, day to day. Sometimes they go down a little bit. Sometimes they go up a little bit. And so I think that instead of guessing or whatever what's going on out there which is what I find a lot of us do is that the best thing to do is to actually find out from the experts you know what really is going on out there you know what difference is it going to make in your pocket yeah I mean I was talking with a client the other day and they've been watching the market like every day like mm -hmm. a hawk and he locked the rate the other day because he's purchasing a new construction and he locked the rate because like I said he's been watching it every day and um by locking it and then I think he told me he was going to be buying down like one percent which if you can do that you know I think he told me it's costing him like 2800 bucks or 2600 dollars but so he was able to lock it he was able to buy down one percent so I want to say he told me he's coming in and like the fours which is great for him and um, it's saving him like 300 bucks a month by mm -hmm. doing that so you know like I, we say it in every I think almost every segment that you know Find the house, get the house that you want, make it work. And then when, you know, the interest rates start dropping, because I'm sure they will at one point, then you just refinance. 
But yeah. find the house, love the house, live in it, you know, and then later on change. Because people are waiting for the bubble, and I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, people keep saying it. I mean, it might go down a smidgen, but by, there might not be something for you then. So if it's now is time, go for it. Well, and I think that it's like we were talking at the end of the last segment, too, that really, you know, it depends on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you know, usually when people are thinking of selling, there's some reason behind what they're going to do. Yeah. I, I mean, some people we talk to that they're moving back to be with their kids or grandkids or something Mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes people are moving to a different school district or, um, you know, some one person that I'm working with, they need a bigger house. They've adopted a few kids. And um, a couple of years ago, this house was fine, Perfect. but they're short a couple of bedrooms and stuff. And so they definitely want to find a bigger house. So everybody has different needs when it comes down mm-hmm. to it. And you really have to look at where you're comfortable and everything. And with a lot of people working at home, Home offices are really important to some people. And believe it or not, or not I've seen a lot of people, they have in the master, they might have two walk-in closets. So they convert one of those walk-in closets into the office just, yeah. because it's, you know, like a room inside the bedroom so they can shut it down a little bit and mm-hmm. have more quiet and that kind of thing too. So there's different things that can definitely be done and can be found that might make your life a lot easier and better and everything like that because let's come down to it when you are going to make a decision to purchase a home or to move basically it comes down to a lifestyle change of some kind that you want to make and so um you know it's like maybe it's sooner or maybe that it's later but if you have a house to sell and you're moving somewhere else you know if you're buying high you're selling high if you're if you're buying low you're selling low you know all of those things generally come into play Mm -hmm. that you're definitely you know, going to be working with. Uh, There's, uh, I remember um, two years ago that I I coach realtors, you know, across North America and that kind of stuff. And I was actually talking to somebody who she was in Naples and she's like, we're selling our house right now because we feel like everything is going to go down and then we're just going to rent and everything. Well, you guys all know, looking back two years ago, I mean, the houses have gone up probably 25 to 30% at least from where she was back then. So she didn't pick it right, you know, because she didn't buy something else or anything like that. So I think that it comes down to, you know, like really what do you want to do? And then you look at the rental market on top of that, you know, so it's like you almost price yourself out of the rental market before you have a chance to say boo sometimes. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I mean, the the rental market is just a little bit, um, I mean, there's no nice way to put it, just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I deal with a lot that are doing the same thing, but that's a good example that you said, when you buy low, you sell low and you buy high, you sell high. So that's a good way to put it because I haven't, I haven't used that yet because that makes sense. So, I mean, if I were to sell my home, like you said, two years ago, I probably would have been lucky to get maybe 285 for it. And now two years later, it's worth in the fours. Yeah. So it's like almost double. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. That's why we say if it, now's the time to buy, go for it. If not, you know, the time will come. 
Exactly. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Joining me today is Danielle Pume, one of my teammates at your home sold guaranteed realty. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the articles that I ran into here said home affordability hits 15 year low and that's because the interest rates have gone up a little bit so you're wondering what home affordability is and basically when it when you look at it um, when you're getting a loan on a home what it comes down to is that you can only spend so much money on your housing and to get a conventional loan and what that means is that, you know, your percentages have to be the amount of debt and everything that you have. So regardless, so how much you make determines, you know, how much you can have in total debt and then how much you can have on your home loan. So they have one ratio that's how much you can have on your ratio on your home loan. And then they have another ratio that's all of your debt. So if you have a thousand dollar car payment, that's going to reduce the amount that you can spend on a home and everything as well. So the car payment is really a big thing that usually, you know, affects people when they're going Mm -hmm. to to purchase a home. Um, the, uh, you know, credit card debt and all of those kinds of things, they're looking at a lot of that stuff to determine really, um, you know, what your ratios are. And so that what they look at in an area is they look at how much the income is, and then they look at how much the housings are, housing is and the interest rates and all of that kind of stuff. And so in that regard, that there is a, there is a, a crunch or whatever going on there a little bit in regards to what people can afford. Yeah. Well, everything's going up too, because it's a good thing that you said that like with the car payment, I mean, car payment, car prices are through the roof right now too. So those are all things that you got to put into consideration. Yeah. So when you're looking at it and and we speak to people all the time that definitely say, I don't want to be house poor. Mm -hmm. I want to travel. I want to have, you know, a nice house. I want a a nice car. I want to go to the beach. I want to have a boat, you know, whatever those things are Mm -hmm. that they want to do. And so basically, you know, you want to adjust your lifestyle uh, accordingly. And part and part of the problem is, is if the affordability goes away for that first time buyer that they can't get into something or whatever, then that becomes a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, one of the things that I was reading this week as well was saying that people, um, you know, that are a little bit older are saving a lot more money to go into that house. So they're using a lot more money to cash to go into the house. So they're not financing as much of it. And that is ending up to be much more affordable and everything for them as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because if you go from a three and a half to even a 10% down, um, you know, that makes a big difference, obviously. And then if you go with the 20% down, you know, you're eliminating the PMI, um, then you're obviously paying a huge chunk down. And that and the way that they're doing it is because they're selling the houses higher. So it's giving them that more, you know, that payment to get into a bigger house to be able to afford it. Yeah. So the PMI is the purchase money insurance or, you know, there's a few different names depending on the kind of loan that you have. Mm -hmm. But if you put less than 20% down on many mortgages, you're going to have to pay 100, 200, 300 more per month just for this insurance policy for the lender and all of that kind of thing. So if you can get to that 20% down or if your house has has increased to that point, you might want to check into 
um, at least having an appraisal to get rid of that. And if you're an FHA loan, then you're definitely going to have to refinance to a conventional because the FHA never goes away. So there's, there's definitely different things that you could do right now, potentially to actually lower your payment a few hundred dollars and you might not be aware of it, but because of the prices that have increased, I would definitely look into into that at this point in time. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. With me this morning is Danielle Pume, one of my teammates at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Welcome back, Danielle. Hello. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, basically, you know, I think we were talking about affordability and that in the last segment. And it comes down to one of the things that we were talking that I'm not sure we got 100% completed on, that basically if you are paying um, a mortgage insurance on your mortgage, and that's if you, when you first bought it, it was less than 80%, you should definitely check into now to see what the value of your home is to at least see if you can get that um, that extra mortgage insurance off of it. Because, um, you know, if, if they do an appraisal and they find that, and you've got a conventional loan and that they find that you own more 20% or more, then they'll take that off of it, off of your um um, payment and that could be two or three hundred you know easily yeah. maybe even more that would come off of your payment right off the bat and so it might be a, a good situation for you so I just wanted to mention that to make sure and if you do have an FHA loan then you're going to have to refinance in order to get you that removed that. because that's all that's there for the length of the loan is basically they changed the law on that um, several years ago that it used to go away the same at 20%, but no longer it doesn't do that anymore. So um, you're always going to be paying that um, for the life of the loan. So the only way to get through that is to refinance and you'd have to look and see if that makes sense because um, the amount to refinance because the interest rates are different might might not be might not be, yeah, might not might be not a good be worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a couple people that looked into that and it didn't work, but I mean it's an option later on. So yeah, so you definitely want to look at it mm-hmm. and everything consistently to see. And one of um, the the customers that I work with, they told me that they actually got a letter from their bank saying that they think that um, that they do have that. 20%, you know, over 20% um, of equity that they have. And so they wanted to, they said that they thought that it would be worth them to do this appraisal to get rid of that money, which, you know, putting okay. more money in your pocket for not, I mean, I mean, that only makes sense to me. Heck yeah, I would be all over that. Yep. So, um, you know, again, it's always, the, the thing that always, in, that I find fascinating on the news is basically the doom and gloom and everything that they're, that they're saying out there. And another article that, that just came out um, a couple of days ago on June 28th, it says pending home sales edge 0.7% higher. Well, basically what that means is that there are more houses going under contract than there have been before. So when you're looking at that, um, that basically means that, 
you know, things are not as doom and gloom and everything as everybody is saying out there. And we're finding the same thing. I mean, we're putting houses on the market and they're going under contract, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, there might not be as many multiple offers as there were before. But basically, you know, there are definitely offers and everything happening Mm -hmm. on there. And basically, when you're looking at it, um, you know, there are a lot of of companies out there that are purchasing homes and everything as well. So they're looking at um, basically to rent these places out and they've they they all have their little criteria in regards to what it's going to take to actually, you know, purchase homes, but they're definitely looking for it. And, uh, and, um, a lot of these people that are purchasing these big cash buyers, they're the people that have the pension funds and that kind of thing. And, um, so their return on investment doesn't need to be that great. So the rental market is perfect for them because it gives them a lot more than what they're they're normally used to in regards to how much they're bringing in. So they're kind of here to stay. And as long as the rental market continues to be that way, because people have to live somewhere, yeah. um, you know, there's definitely a lot of opportunity out there if you are looking to sell your house. And I know that we've talked before about there are some communities out there that are new builds that are actually being built just as rental communities. So investors have come in and they've purchased, you know, they've, they've contracted with a builder to build them multiple rental houses. And I was out in Haines city actually last week, you know, I mean, we're all over. I was in Haines city and then I was up North and in Claremont and I was somewhere on the east side and all that kind of stuff too. So we get around, we get around, but, (laughs) but basically, um, I was driving down old, old Polk city road and there were two rental home communities there that, um, you know, said now open for rent, you know, so you can actually rent a brand new home Mm -hmm. that nobody's ever lived in and everything. And, uh, that community is 100% rental. So, um, you know, I mean, right now it's all shiny and new and looks great. Uh, the, the thing is, is in a lot of communities, if they have a lot of rentals in them, unfortunately, a lot of times the people that are renting don't take as good care as the homeowner would have. And so you do sometimes find that things are a little bit, um, you know, they, that, that they might, those rental properties might take down the neighborhood. Um, there is one house that we did have on the market and it's under contract and everything now, but in that particular community, when you, um, turn in, when you're going down the streets to get to their house, there's a rental home that's on the corner and they're not cutting their grass. So the homeowners association is on them to get it done, but it's tenants in there and they haven't done it or whatever. And I don't know if the owner of the home is actually aware of it or whatever, but they're in the process of working through that. But when you've got your house on the market and there's those renters that are there and they're not cutting the grass, I mean, it's not a a good situation. So we did get several offers on that property, but we also got feedback from several people that said that they weren't interested in it because they were concerned about the neighborhood. And what they meant by that was that one particular house. So it's tough, you know, um, when you're in a community that's a lot of renters and that kind of stuff, unless in that community, potentially all the grass is cut for you. And so you can't really see, you know, what's going on inside the house, but you can't see that anywhere. So, um, you know, yeah. 
So it's it's really kind of interesting. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Joining me today is Danielle Plumet, one of my teammates at your home sold guaranteed realty. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call us at 407 566-2555. So there were a couple of quotes that I saw this week that I thought were really good to really kind of sum up kind of what we're saying today. And basically it says, um, when written in Chinese, the word crisis is a compound of two characters. One represents danger and the other represents opportunity. And that was John F. Kennedy who said that. And so Fourth of July weekend, you know, it's yeah, a, might a as well go for it. Yeah. It's a great quote. But I thought that, you know, I mean, I thought that was interesting and and it really is true when you're really thinking about it. You know, everybody's like there's a crisis and the and all of that kind of stuff going out there and everything that you see on the news, but basically there are opportunities and that kind of thing as well. So mm-hmm. um that's what we're here to let you know and all of that kind of thing too. And then there was another quote that said, you never let a serious crisis go to waste. And what I mean by that is it's an opportunity to do things you thought you could not do before. And that was, that was Rahm Emanuel who said that. So, um, you know, politically you might not be for or against these guys, but basically the bottom line is what they're saying is that there are opportunities out there and there are always opportunities out there in housing. And so, you know, I'm a firm believer in let's figure out what you want to do, make your life better and have it happen. Yeah. Make it happen. That's for sure. Yep. So um, basically, in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. With me this morning is Danielle Pumet, one of my teammates at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Welcome back, Danielle. Hello. And in order to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we do have a a new free report that we've got today and you can just go ahead and call the office and get it. Um, You can just leave your email address or address and we'll be happy to get it off to you. But it's the seven common mistakes buyers make in bidding wars. Wow. This is going to be good. So basically, um, you know, there are still bidding wars going on out there. So you have to know that. And basically um, there are mistakes that people make and we see them all the time. All the time. So basically, yeah, so the first mistake that people make is they bid every last penny that they have. That you definitely, you know, don't want to do that. The house might require tens of thousands worth of repairs immediately, like a new roof or new plumbing or, and it might not leave any money to cover those essential things. And so, um, you know, I know that people have talked about out there that there are sales that have been made without any inspection and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I have some investors that'll do that. They'll, they'll make us, they'll, they'll do it without an inspection. I mean, they'll look at it themselves 
themselves and they're used to dealing with it and they know what they run into. They own a lot of property and so it's not a big deal. But for the most part, the average person that's doing it, we definitely say that you need an inspection. I mean, they have the money and the capital to... Yeah, to fix this stuff. And the people that, you know, the the manpower. So it's a little different, yeah. Yeah. Um, The number two thing that you should... That the mistake that people make is bidding with many contingencies. Oh, well, yeah. And we see this too, you know, because if people want to, um, you know, the seller is always going to pick the one that has the fewest uncertainties to facilitate a quick and seamless closing. Mm-hmm. So like if it's based on your house selling or anything like that, I mean, that could be something that's a red flag to people and everything. Um, you know, we ha- we have a house that's under contract right now that the people did have to sell their house in order to buy this one, mm-hmm. but their house was selling within a week. I mean, everything was done on it. It was just going to the closing table. Their house is already sold. So um, the seller just wanted more time to actually, you know, move and all of that kind of stuff. They wanted the whole 30 days. And so, you know, but we're just waiting for the closing day to come. I mean, there's nothing else to have happen there. So that contingency was a very easy one to to work with, you know, and then there's other ones that, you know, it's like maybe your house is on the market, but you don't have a contract yet. Mm -hmm. And when are you going to get one and what's going on? So you don't really want to take their house off the market because you want to make sure that you could actually you know, get the other one done. So, and other contingencies that people have is they have, um, you know, financing contingencies, which there's a way to get around that too, which we've talked about many times that you can make a cash offer on a home, um, even if you're getting financing. So it's a cash that's backing up your offer. And um, we've actually done that with sellers, uh, with buyers that, Another one that we have under contract right now that we that they have a house to sell and they didn't have it under contract yet. So what we did is is that we made it so that if in, um, you know, within a couple of weeks, their house is not under contract, that they definitely have to go with this cash offer program to come in and take over, you know, their house. So it's going to sell on time. And they were, you know, they agreed to that when we went under contract. And so these um, sellers are actually moving out of state. They want to know that that closing date is that closing date. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to do that um, with that. Now there was another offer or two on the property and they weren't willing to do that. So as a result of that, you know, this was the one that we went with because, you know, money was basically the same. So you want to make sure that you're not having a lot of contingencies or you're figuring out a way to get around them. Uh, the number three one is bidding with no contingencies. And we talked about that a little bit earlier, like not having a home inspection. And unless you really know what you're doing, we really feel strongly that that's something that you should do. Um, Then the next one is assuming that you're going to get a second chance. A lot of people think, well, I'm just going to put it in there and then I'll see what happens. And then I'll go up. Yeah. That's what I get all the time. I'll just put it out there and, and we'll see what sticks. Yeah. 
Well, right as you, as if you're not going to have a second chance and you're going to have a lot better chance of getting it done. So, um, you know, there's a lot of other things on here, but this new report is actually called Seven Common Mistakes Buyers Make in Bidding Wars. So if you'd like a copy of it, just go ahead and call the office at 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio. WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Joining me today is Danielle Pume, one of my teammates at your home sold guaranteed realty. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So again, this report is seven common mistakes buyers make in bidding wars. And you just have to call 407-566-2555. Leave us your address or email address and we'll get it off to you. Perfect. And now, Danielle, you've got houses to talk about today. I sure do. Um, The first one I'm going to talk about is located in Haines City uh, in Calabay Park at Tower Lake. So great community. Um, This property is four bedrooms, three bathrooms. It has a pool in the back as well. Um, So this is great for if you want to use it for your personal use, if you want to use it as maybe a second home or an investment. Um, It does allow for short-term rental, which is really, you know, right now people are really on this like Airbnb and Verbos and things like that. So you can use it for that. Um, This neighborhood is is friendly for that. um, Yeah, and it actually has, with the three bathrooms, there are actually two en-suites and still it's two masters. Yeah, so perfect. So you can even, I mean, I've I've had a client that lives in the same neighborhood, had the same floor plan. Um, he was able to get it approved with the HOA, but he was able to create a one bedroom, one bath, and then he was able to use the other three too as well. So that could be an option if you want to do that. If not, just keep it as the four three. I mean, these are so popular right now and, and people are just like really gravitating towards this Airbnb concept. Yeah. I mean, why not travel? You know, you can vacation when you can, you know, and then in the meantime, rent it out and make a, make a profit and an income. I mean, these houses, I was looking it up before I came on just to see, and they average easily between two to $300 a night um, during the seasons. Mm-hmm. So like right now during summer, I mean, 300 bucks a night. I mean, you, you rent it out for five nights and you've already got your mortgage paid for for the month. So then you still have another 25, 26 days that you can rent it out. And like I said, you can travel. I mean, again, I get so many clients that are looking for this type of property um, just so they can take advantage of it. Yeah, and so they all come with an owner's closet, which mm-hmm. you can lock up when you're doing your the stuff. Yep. when you're renting it out. And um, you know, um, one of my customers was talking to me about how they actually, um, you know, knew somebody that they rented, uh, you know, they had like a mobile home or whatever that they lived in in the summer. And then they um, Airbnb'd their house for the summer. And as a result of that, and went on vacation and all that kind of good stuff, but they had made all the money in the summer in order to pay all of their housing bills for the whole year. And so, you know, so there's definite, you know, ways that you can do it. And, and, uh, you know, if nobody, if you're not, if nobody's staying there, then you could stay there yourself and that kind of thing, obviously, if you wanted to. But um, basically, you know, it gives everybody an opportunity. So um, it's not a, it's it's a gated community, man gated community and mm-hmm. everything, which I always say that's a big difference because you actually have a person looking at people's IDs instead exactly. of people trying to sneak in there. 
Yeah, so it makes a big difference. So um, this property, again, it's located in Haines City, so short drive to shopping, dining. The attractions are not far either, so great location, located in Calabay Park. Um, it's listed right at 400000 so the price point is great, right around 2,000 square feet. Um, taxes are not bad. HOA is not bad. I mean, you got a lot of pluses with this property, and with it being Airbnb friendly, I, I just think it's a win-win situation. Absolutely. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. Come and see us in the celebration parade tomorrow and have a happy 4th of July. There you go. Have a great one. Bye-bye.